Hello and welcome to another quick episode on my freelancing podcast. Uh, this this podcast just happened. I wasn't really planning for it, uh, but it, it the recording was triggered by a discussion. I have these Discord groups uh, which I run for my students. I mean, I work as a coding tutor, so there is that. So one of the questions is, you know, a couple of kids they wanted to. Um, I call them kids because they're literally half my age, so I hope that's okay. Uh, but the advice is valid for anybody who's trying to work with an experienced freelancer. So the question is, these students, you know, they are, you know, they are just trying to make some money. They do have some coding skills. They they seem to be able to figure out a way to uh, keep some time aside for um, working and trying to make some money, which is which is it. I mean, these are Indian-based kids. Uh, I know in India we, you know, kids in general we have a a culture. I'm not saying it's good or bad. You know, I uh, just want to make that clear. Uh, the the kids are not encouraged to go out and earn. You know, if you look at Western developed nations or something, you always hear about stories about how a lot of kids, you know, as young as 15 or 16, you know, teenagers or even 10 year olds, they go and do babysitting. You know, when they become teenagers, they work at the local a bar or pub or pizza shop or something ice cream shop and stuff like that summer you know summer vacation they, they get summer vacation jobs and stuff like that uh, once they're 18 they start working wherever they want while they study and all that so there is a culture of encouraging children um, uh, to go out and work but in india we don't have that culture in fact it is considered shameful for parents to allow their kids to work uh, you know anybody who chooses to work when they are younger will be uh, stigmatized by their friends, stigmatized by their parents, by their relatives, you know, things like if somebody is working like part-time or something, uh, then you can definitely hear a neighbor, you know, probably speaking loudly, expressing their disapproval, like, oh, look at look at that kid, he has to work. Uh, the parents, what are they doing? Uh, why can't they provide for their children, you know? Th- things like that, you know, so we really don't have a culture that encourages youngsters to go out and work. I mean, yes, of course, once these same youngsters finish their college, obviously, they will be bombarded every day if they are unemployed uh, with insults and harassment. I mean, I should know. My parents endlessly uh, harassed me and abused me uh, when I became a, when I chose to quit my day job and became a freelancer. In fact, even now, uh, in my la- in my early 40s and with a reasonably successful freelancing business they still harass me and abuse me I have to endure a lot of again abuse uh, now it's more gentle because you know I've achieved some kind of success as a freelancer but you know the abuse endures from everywhere it is what it is it's just how it is you know um, I don't blame them I'm, again as, as I said I'm not saying that it is right or wrong because I'm nobody to comment on those things, you know, but I do wish to make an observation. But still, every now and then I'll run into a kid or two, maybe they heard my podcast or they saw my LinkedIn post or something. They'll message me on Discord. I, I invite people to join me on Discord. I never say no to anybody who messages me, uh, you know, so there is that. So the question is, you know, these two kids today, for some reason it happened at the same time simultaneously. They were like, uh, sir, you know, I would like to work with you. But then, I mean, no, that's the thing, though. I mean, I work by God's grace. I built up my freelancing career really with, with a lot of hard work. You know, I started way back in 2012, and now it is 2023. And now, again, God's willing, um, you know, yes, I still have that debt situation I talk about in my other podcast, which happened because of the pandemic. But otherwise, I have a decent client base. I have good rankings and all that. So, they, I mean, that is one of the reasons why I'm 
uh, running a podcast where I talk about some success tips and uh, freelancing hacks and stuff like that. So anyway, so the, the question is, you know, these kids, they want to work with me. And the answer I gave them is, I'm going to read it from my Discord post. Uh, here I go. This is the message I sent them in the Discord group. Guys, I want to showcase developers to my clients. But without proof of coding, like open source contributions, regular Zoom calls, and English, it's impossible for me to refer you guys. You want to make money? Work on my open source projects. Make sure you meet regularly with Zoom calls so I can give you feedback and discuss ideas. Improve your English, which is another reason why I force you to do Zoom calls. And then obviously, I can show you to my clients with proof, and some of them might hire you. But please understand that freelancing does not happen overnight. In 2012, I started with earnings $5 per day, like 8 to 10 hours of work, only get $5. In 2023, I earn anything from $40 per hour to $150 per hour. So building your freelancing career takes time. So that's the message I sent them. And that is what I want to mention in this podcast. So if you are a student, and I'm going to share this podcast episode with in the group. The thing is, I do want to work with you. I do want to help you make some money. But the issue is, the, 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 the type of clients I work with are, you know, somewhere in the medium range or high range. Because even in the Western countries, anything more than $20 is considered premium. Especially if you're a freelancer who is working from India. So, you know, whenever you look at a Western client, he looks at an Indian freelancer, anything more than 20, they, be, they, they are willing to pay it. Of course, I get paid that, you know, these kind of amounts on a regular basis. You'll just have to prove to them that you have that kind of skills. So that is the thing. Skills don't happen overnight. And ultimately, like, it, like with any other business in freelancing as well, we are talking about proof. You want this much money, people are ready to pay you, but you need to show proof. The proof must be there. Without proof, it's impossible to make an impression. Now, in like in, in freelancing, ultimately it all boils down to the impression you make to the client because you're not talking $1, $2, $5, $10 here. We are talking upwards of $30, $40 per hour. So they need proof. You know, they can't expect experiment with you as a freelancer at those rates. So they want to see proof before they even talk to you. Forget about hiring you. Before they even meet you, they want to see proof that you are even worthy of their time because the asking price is pretty high. Now, just for these kids, I can't go down to the kind of clients I normally work with. You know, I work with clients who are willing to pay 30, 40, 60, 80, sometimes $100 per hour. I need to maintain those standards. So I cannot compromise on that. So these kids have no choice but to come up to my standards. And the way you do that is by building proof. That is why I say you have to make sure that you have some coding experience. And now because you are a student, you don't have it yet. But you can build your experience. And that is why I created the open source organization um, on my GitHub profile. So go ahead. You want to work, uh, go ahead and start contributing. It doesn't matter how simple or silly the contribution is. But what really matters is you are contributing and you're contributing regularly. And when you do something regularly, automatically your skills will improve. You learn how to collaborate online, which is so important because we are always working online. Our clients are thousands of miles away. You can't work with them online if you don't know how to use online collaboration tools. So that is why I, 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 I request, beg, insist, anybody who says who wants to work with me to start contributing to open source. And the next thing is regular Zoom calls. A big problem I face with a lot of kids who 
talk to me and ask me to you know like help them mentor them uh, is that they don't seem to have any discipline you know they're always running around without any planning for example let's say if i tell them okay all right today is wednesday so let's have a meeting on friday that's just three days away and somehow they are not able to fix a time and even if they fix a time they forget about it many of them don't even know how to use a calendar or just a notepad just write down and they don't even know how to set an alarm every time I, a kid asks me like sir i want to speak with you i set up a meeting they wait till let's say the meeting is at 5 p.m india time they will wait till 5 p.m to tell me that they are traveling they are busy they can't make the meeting sometimes they don't even message at all they'll message me on saturday or sunday or monday and or sometimes after a week they suddenly remember that they were supposed to meet me one week before so with that kind of punctuality, how can I possibly introduce these kids to my clients? That'll hurt my reputation, which I worked really hard for the last 10 years to grow. So that's not gonna happen. So regular Zoom calls will help me make sure that these guys are actually good at keeping appointments. And finally, English. Another reason why I force these guys to come on regular Zoom calls. I wanna see how good they are with their English. I wanna make sure their webcam works. I wanna make sure their microphone works. And I wanna make sure that their English is reasonable. I'm not expecting some kind of a high quality English, right? But at least they should be able to communicate with confidence and what they speak, I should be able to understand. You know, to me, these are basics. You know, these are basics. I had these things that I'm talking about like 15 years ago, even before I joined my MBA. So really, you know, without these basics, it's at least for me, I don't think these guys can be freelancers. So yeah, there you go. So that's what this recording was about. If you are one of those kids who asked me, uh, you know, Jay, Jay, sir, can I work with you? Can you help me get some work? I can, but you have to help me to and become like this. And remember, these things take time. You, do, you don't become a open source contributor overnight. You don't become a punctual, disciplined man overnight. You don't improve your English overnight. All of these things are a marathon. You need to be putting the effort, the necessary effort, regularly every day. This is not something you can do on the weekends. This is not something you do once in a while and forget about it. Being disciplined is a lifestyle. It's not a, a one-time event. Your English is, again, is not a one-time event. It's, it, it has to become part of your life. Again, being a contributor, being a coder is also something like a lifestyle. You're trying to become a coding-related freelancer. You should be able to code on a regular basis. Maybe not every day, but at least once or twice every week. Regular contributions. And it has to happen on GitHub, so there is proof that you are a regular contributor. You can't just claim that you're a hard worker without any proof. Proof is easy to show. Just do everything you do on GitHub. GitHub records everything, and that is your proof. So there you go, folks. That's what this episode about. It is actually a message to my students because they keep asking this question all the time. So this is not my regular advice as part of the podcast, but it is still advice, right? I mean, anyway, so there you go. Until next time.